This is Andy Thomas from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we discover what it means to be a wholehearted man. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and for choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. This is the Truth Network. We got together with Pastor Chris and Pastor Stephen on Thursday to just go in after the presence of God and try to pen lyric and melody. And after a couple of hours, it just felt like the presence of God just stopped everything. And we wrote a song called The Blessing. And it's straight from scripture. And it's the heart of the Father over us as his kids. The Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now. about your blessing or perhaps your coronation (laughs) today on the Christian Car Guy Show. Yes, we want to hear about the day that you were blessed or the day that you were coronated. I've got such a funny story along the lines of the coronation today. As you may know, King Charles was coronated. He got his coronation today at like five o'clock this morning. I'll get into that in a second. But before I do that, I have to tell you about... The ironic blessing. My brother was born um, with all the personality in the family. We've always said my brother, Mark, and he had this thing he called the sunshine smile, which I just wish you could see the sunshine smile. But it's critical to understanding, in my opinion, the ironic blessing, because what it says is may the Lord shine his face upon you and then turn his face towards you. And what the actually the sound man at the church I serve at Uh, came up to me one day and explained that he heard that the Hebrew tradition on that was that when God shined his face on you, he gave you what was my brother's version of the sunshine smile. In other words, when you look at a little baby and you try to get that baby to smile, you give them a big, huge smile, you look deeply in their eyes, and you try to bring it out, right? Well, in so many ways, that's a blessing. (laughs) Like God himself... (laughs) is looking at when he's turning his face towards you he's giving you the sunshine smile now my brother does it like this he he bends his head way down and he puts his hands next to his head like they're kind of wilted flowers like at night but then the sun comes out and as he turns up and looks at you he opens up his hands like the the flowers that would be beaming at you and thus you get the picture of the sunshine smile (laughs) which is critical 
to the idea of blessing, which is what I want to talk about this morning. So it's fascinating to me how God puts me on a lesson plan every week. And every week, it isn't until Saturday morning that I know what he wants to do on the show. And so actually, at times I get fairly anxious, like, God, where are we going? You know, I don't, we've gone all over the place in my study this week, which is actually what happened. And I don't know what you want me to talk about today on the show. And so I was very, you know, I went to bed anxious about that. And, you, you know, there's always this bridge of faith, like, is God going to show up and show me this morning, right? So it's a very critical time to me. And I usually get up about 3.30 or 4 o'clock, but I was late going to bed last night. So I didn't get up till about 4.30. And when I got up, my wife was up. And I'm like, what's up with that? Which this isn't good because I need complete concentration and focus. And like, I'm, I'm aggravated just by the fact that she's up. And then when I walk into the place where I'm going to pray and all that, the TV is on. Like that's, that, that is, and my wife knows I cannot deal with the sound of a TV. <laughs> and so now I'm triply aggravated, like what in the world? And she says, oh, you don't remember, I told you all week that you needed to set up the TV to record the coronation this morning. It's going to go on at five o'clock. And now I'm triply aggravated because I'm really not sure exactly how to get the TV to record this thing. Uh But I know that I've made a commitment to my wife. And in spite of the fact that I have a show to do, I have no idea. Like, and and so I actually Google (laughs) how to turn on the recording on this Toshiba TV or whatever it was. So I'm getting the thing together and I get this thing going. I actually got it to record. I was very proud of myself. And then I sat down to pray. And I know that Jesus, he had the sunshine smile going on at me all the time because what he wanted me to talk about was the blessing and the connection of how the blessing is, in fact, a coronation. It's a crowning, right? And I don't know if you've, you've, you're familiar with the idea of an anointing, but it's similar that, he, that, that, that when they anointed David King, long before he ever wore a crown, he got some oil from Samuel. <laughs> and the idea of that is, is the idea of Shem, like, like, like that's your name. And so Jacob wrestled to get his. I don't know if you thought about that. But in order to get his blessing, he wrestled with God. I mean, and then he wouldn't let him go until you give me a blessing. And you might remember Noah got a blessing, but it took a flood for him to get his. <laughs> <laughs> These things don't come all that easy. But here's the way that God gave me this lesson plan this week. Absolutely beautiful that I have the absolute honor of uh, helping Nikita Koloff, the once uh, professional wrestling, the Russian nightmare I help him with his show and his podcast. And, and so he does a thing called Questions and Answers with Koloff. And one of the m- most common questions everybody asked Nikita is about the day he came to Christ. And of course, we had that same question this week, but he answered it in a way that I'd never heard him quite answer it before because he shared the blessing that he got on the day that he accepted Christ. And here's how it worked. That five years before Nikita came to Christ, There was an elderly man, apparently lived in somewhere in Concord, North Carolina, and he turned on the TV randomly, and here was this wrestler screaming at the screen. You know how they do, and you can picture the Russian nightmare. You know, I'm going to kill this man. (laughs) You can picture this thing, and he said the Lord hit him, this older man. He said it hit him between the eyes, and he said, I want you to pray for that man because I have a calling for ministry on his life. But 
He needs salvation, so I need you to pray for his salvation. I believe the man's name was Billy. He was an older man, didn't like wrestling, didn't know who Nikita was, but he knew that God told him to pray. And so the way I understand it is he prayed diligently for five years that Nikita Koloff would come to know Jesus. Very cool. Well, one day, he's, I think it was in October, he was kind of sick, didn't really want to go to church, but God put it on his heart today, I want you to go, you need to go to church tonight, tonight. And so he goes, and I guess it was a Wednesday night. But what he did not know is that would be the night that Nikita Koloff would accept Christ. He'd never stepped foot in that church, but he would accept Christ in that man's church, right? Mm. Some friends invited him. He goes, he gets convicted, and he goes to the altar to receive Christ. And this man, Billy, I believe was his name, he, of course, sees this, and he rejoices because he's been praying for this. for And he does not have any idea who Nikita Koloff is. He just knows that's that wrestler dude, right? So he approaches him afterwards. After, you know, as they're, as they're leaving the auditorium, and he says, you know, I've been praying for you. For, I, I don't. And he told him the story, and he said, the Lord told me that he has an anointing on your life. He has a ministry, you are going to have a ministry, a, a ministry in Christ. And, and of course, if you know Nikita, you're familiar with his ministry, like, oh my goodness, was that a blessing? And here's why. Because the idea of a blessing is for you to become who you are. There's a wonderful line in the movie um, trailer called Robin Hood. It says, are you ready to become who you are? What God meant you to be originally in your actual identity in the name that he has for you, that when you get the white stone, you know, he's got a name for you. And that is who you really are, right? And he's got this name for you that only he knows, and you'll know on that particular day. But in the meantime, there are people that speak over you and at one point in time came over you and told you, wow, God told me this about you, just like Jacob did all his sons. In fact, when he wrestled with God, God told him, what was your name? He said, Jacob, not anymore, it's Israel. Because you're going to wrestle with God. And boy, did he, right? Yeah. You know, or Abraham, when he got his name, he was blessed because he was going to become who he was. Sarah, she got a blessing. She was going to become the mother of nations. But look how the, how the word blessing becomes part of who she is and who is her name, right? And, and so you have all that because as you accept Christ, you become a child of the king. And this is critical to the fact that you are going to get a crown, and the idea of a blessing, I don't know if you've ever looked it up in Hebrew, but it means to kneel. Now, why do you kneel? Well, take a good look at King Charles this morning at 5 o'clock. You'll see the position that he was in. And, oh, you may not be shocked to know there's a Hebrew letter that looks just like that. And that's going to be the letter hoof. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. But I need your story when you got the crown, when you got the blessing. Who spoke over you? How did that happen for you? 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Wherever you may go, God's love will always show. If you have a sunshine smile, have you got a sunshine, S-M-I-L-E? Have you got a sunshine, S-M-I-L-E? Wherever you may go, God's love will always show. If you have a sunshine, S-M-I-L-E? 
tell us today on the Christian Car Guy Show about your blessing or your coronation, as it were, as as the idea of that is God would make his face shine upon you, right? He's given you the sunshine smile. He's trying to bring out that smile that's deep inside of you. And when you're smiling like that, you are who you were meant to be. A very joyful, happy, like in his presence, his fullness of joy. It couldn't get any better than that. But along the way, God gives us hints of how he made us and what it is that he actually has for us in this life, this amazing life that we have. And if you're like me, you probably have numbers of times people spoke over you or something happened where God made it obvious how he blessed you, how he, you know, the crowns that you may wear and those kind of things. And so I thought I'd give you a few examples, but before we did that, I wanted to, um, well, let me share one and then I'll, then I'll share about that whole idea of Barak in Hebrew, how that's spelled and what that looks like and why the letter hoof is what is going to bring us this show today. It's a Hebrew letter hoof. But anyway, you know, I had cancer, real bad cancer in 1996. In fact, uh, my sister worked at University of Michigan Hospital at the time, told me it was killer cell lymphoma and... Most folks didn't expect me to live nearly a month as no one who had been diagnosed with that had before. Um, and there were only three people in the United States that had ever had it before I got it. And, and so I had these tumors that were all over my, my skin and, and I looked so, somewhat like a freak. So, but I was still working. And so I was working at the dealership. You know, I'm a Christian car guy. So I was working at uh, Bob Neal Chrysler Plymouth Jeep Eagle at the time in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And a pastor by the name of uh, Pastor Little came by and spoke to one of my managers and said, you know, God has put it on my heart that he has a healing for somebody here. And um, they said, oh, that's got to be Robbie because, you know, he's dying of lymphoma back there and he's in his office, but he won't come out because he looks kind of like a freak because he's covered in all these tumors. And I, I literally did. They were big whelps. They were all over my body. And, you know, I had hundreds of them. And so, <laughs> as it were, what happened was Pastor Little came back to my office. Now, I'd been in Christ maybe a year at this point, right? And I had no concept of what it meant to be anointed by oil or have somebody lay hands on you or any of that stuff. But nonetheless, that's what he was about that day because God had asked him to, not unlike you know, the man that had spoken over Nikita Koloff, right? He was given a commission to go heal somebody. And he said it was supposed to be at Westside Chrysler. And he found his way to me. And so he boiled oil on my head. Really did. He coronated me that way. And then laid hands on me and prayed. Now, I know there were a lot of people praying for me and whatever, but whatever he spoke over me was a healing for my body, right? That he knew that God had more for me than what than I'd experienced so far. So he, 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 in this particular case, coronated me to be healed. And that was on a Friday afternoon. And as I said, I was covered in tumors. I was supposed to start chemotherapy on Monday. When I got up Monday morning, I did not have tumor one, none, zippity. And the, the, the hospital, everybody, in fact, it's in a book, Divine Healing, and all sorts of stuff that's been talked about that over the years. But that is a big part of my story was that original blessing, okay? That original coronation that I was to be healed. <laughs> that's one I've received a few times since. But nonetheless, 
I, you know, wouldn't be here today. I don't believe if, if God hadn't given me that sunshine smile, right? And I'll never, ever think about it as anything other than God looking down at me and giving me that look because he wanted me to smile. And I still smile every time I think about Pastor Little. And my it was not a lot different between my reaction and my, sister, my wife having the TV on this morning. I mean, I, this was not something I was up for at the time it happened. However, God's laughing as he's giving me the sunshine smile and away we go. And so how does that how does that play out in your life and it's and I think it's absolutely amazing that you could call in and share your blessing your coronation your anointing what how do, what does that look like in your life 8663487884 it is the callers that make this show you always blow my mind and I would so love to hear your story of your anointing of your coronation of when you became who you are God meant you to be, 866-348-7884. Well, the name or the word blessing in Hebrew, it means to kneel. If you just took the, the regular meaning and you look at it in a Hebrew dictionary, it says to kneel. Now, why would that be? <laughs> well, if you get a good look at King Charles this morning at five o'clock, you'd see why. Because when you receive your crown, right, you're going to be kneeling, Um and, and 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 it's and it's neat that the word kneel or the word kneel, which is the same word as blessing, is barak, and it starts with letter bet, which has to do with your sonship. Okay, because son, you might know, is the word bar, is ben, as well in Hebrew, and that idea of the bet is very much a house where you live, that that you are a son, and the resh, the second letter, when you hear that barach, you hear the B sound, and then you hear the R, and that R is a resh, and that has to do with the head of the house, okay? And that's actually the way the Bible starts, with a bet and a resh, same idea. There's a house, and we got to have a head of the house, and we know who that is. That would be God, right? And then the last letter, which has to do with why this is a blessing and why it means to kneel, is this letter hoof. Now, if you take and think about the letter U and turn it upside down, you it looks kind of like an N, right? Well, that's what a letter hoof looks like, and it has to do with the crown. You see the crown, the idea of that N coming down on your head? That's a crown. But really cool, in Hebrew, letters have different forms. And so when you finish a word with a letter, sometimes that changes the letter, and it does, in this case, of the letter hoof it turns it so that that letter kind of unfolds one of its legs of that end to stand up sort of straight, but actually to kneel, right? So if you picture King Charles, right? He's kneeling, but he's still got his head bowed, and he's kind of up like a final hoof because he's fixing to get a crown. And you'll see how all that comes together. Plus, we got calls, and I would love to hear these stories when we come back. But we need yours. It's not complete unless you call 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com.
us about your blessing or your coronation today on the Christian Car Guy Show. And of course, you may have guessed that one of the coordinations I got <laughs> was to be the Christian car guy. God definitely gave me that particular anointing. And, and I, you know, it, 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 it would, it, it's quite a story. We'll get into that in a little bit. But we are talking about the idea of your blessing on your coronation. What did that look like? I want to hear your story, 866-348-7884. And so we've got... Ann Ald, my good friend in Huntersville, she's got her story. I'm anxious to hear this. Good morning, Ann. <laughs> Hi there. I'm loving the show, of course, and uh, got a smile on my face. Oh, a, a sunshine lot. smile. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The sunshine smile. And, and especially, that's so childlike, and that's the way God got me into the kingdom, was a very childlike thing. He had me go with, uh, when I was living in New York City as an actress, and I went with actor friends to a child's restaurant. Don't you love God's symbolism? Uh, just amazing. Child's restaurant in New York City, really? 1974. Really? I, yeah. I knew that story, but I didn't know it was child's restaurant. Yeah. God's, uh, you know, parables yeah. lived out. <laughs> he, he beats me at the pun activity every time, no doubt, yeah. <laughs> and and Roger just said, and why don't you give your life to the Lord? And I had gone to, Air, I was an Air Force grad, gone to church with my parents and that sort of thing, but he said, give your life to the Lord. I said, well, Roger, I can't handle that kind of a commitment. I don't think I'm worthy. And he said, you can't, you're not, just do it. <laughs> so... <laughs> kid. <laughs> True words, right? Just simple. You can't, you're not, you just do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And I did just uh, self-consciously bowed my head and prayed with Roger, but I, I walked out of there. Talk about sunshine. I mean, I walked out of child's restaurant with a sun, sunshine glow and, uh, you know, be as a child to enter the kingdom of God. And I just love the whole theme of the story. And I got my crown at child's. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, and we can still, right? We can still picture yeah. him looking down at you and, and yeah. smiling because as you receive the blood of Christ mm -hmm. and you really receive what he did for you, for the first time ever, God can look in your eye and try to get you to smile. Exactly. And sometimes the crown slips. And, uh, and we, we, you know, we feel guilty about, oh, I've, I've messed up again, or I said the wrong thing, or whatever. He is so merciful to just keep saying, as a, as a holy papa does his child, come here, kid, you're okay, you're okay, and just, you know, give you that pat on the back that you need in our journey with him, with our, with our upside-down crown sometimes. Well, in this but, case, you know, you actually bring up an amazing point, I think. It speaks to something I wanted to tell you anyway. Um, uh -huh. You know, we were anointed, no doubt we were anointed, uh, to do Christian Car Guy Theater, and we've done exactly. many episodes of that. But both you and I have uh, had some deaths in our very near family um, yeah. in this season. And I, my, my mother-in-law went to be with the Lord, and actually we're doing her service next week in Montana, and so I'm, I'm actually preparing to leave. Um, and so, you know even though we were anointed to do that and whatever, there's just seasons in your life where he gives us other priorities to yeah. honor those who he wishes to honor and, and, and those kind of things. So we know that you're honoring your dear brother in this season in so many different ways. And of course I get a chance to honor my mother-in-law 
um, to do that service for her with her son in Montana. And so very cool, Christian car-like way. We're driving, my wife and I, to Montana from North Carolina. So those of you in Seattle and places like that today, we won't be far from you. <laughs> or Utah. We got a lot of listeners in Utah. And so very fun, but we're going to be up there. But I didn't get that episode done this week. When oh, I when I done. and then I got to go to the NRB, so I'm hoping by the end of May to finally. I am so sorry, Anne, that I have not. Oh, that's moved okay. On, it's, but it's, we're going to get it's it. It's always there. That's what's so marvelous, Christian Car Guy Theater. I mean, and we have so many episodes we've done. It all started with the idea that you had, you know, about doing that that drama on you know on radio, and it's it has been such fun with so many fantastic actor, actors, and the episodes are all there on the podcast, right? Oh, so, they yeah. are. So I have to tell you about another anointing. So you're thinking about your story that you're supposed to call us with, that God's poking you saying, call Robbie, 866-348-7884. Call Robbie with your story. But I wanted to tell you this one because you're connected to it. So it says in Mark chapter 10, verse 30, by the way, which is my birthday, 1030, <laughs> but anyway, it says that we're going to receive, not fail to receive, 100 mothers, okay? Wow. In this life, you're going to receive, if you've given up anything for the gospel, you get 100 mothers. That's the deal. And I love a deal because I'm a Christian car guy. So I got 100 mothers. And so those who know me well would know that Anne is one of my mothers. She Definitely. Really, she, she really, oh, yes, really I is. Am, sweetie. Uh, she is. In, <laughs> and let, mama. <laughs> but one of my first hundred mothers was I do a, um, a devotion at a retirement home in Moxville and have long before I started doing a Christian car guy show. And there was a lady there by the name of Miss Beck who was 89 when I first met her. She lived to 104, and this woman had read the Bible through most every year of her life, and I think she was born in like 1908 or something. So precious. (laughs) And so to know this woman was to know a godly person. Like she had baked in the word for, for decades, right? And so when you receive something from somebody that you know is close to God, has a wonderful relationship with God, it means more to you. And it's just like it does when I receive something from you, Anne. And so I, that, this was the first place I started to actually speak on, you know, in other words, as I was doing devotions, I had no idea. I was a car salesman, right? And But they told me to right. do it. So I went out there and I would do my best to do these devotions, Right. And so Miss Beck comes up to me one time and she says, Robbie, there's clearly an anointing on your life to speak. Yeah. Amen. To bring God to people. You, you, you bring laughter. You bring a smile. You bring all this stuff. In other words, yeah. she was crowning me. She was anointing me. She was, she was commissioning me to be who God knew I already was. Long before God had said anything about doing a Christian car guy show or anything else, just like I know that you had that same thing with acting, right? Exactly. And then knowing, I mean, the fact that we have morphed since 2015, morphed into Christian car guy theater. I love, I mean, I used to do adventures in Odyssey and, and it didn't know what would ever replace that. And this is, uh, this has been such a joy to do this Christian car guy theater with old actor friends and everything. So God is so good that He keeps that He keeps it going. He, in in different phases, you know, praise His name. Right. He He gives you the calling, the identity, and those kind of things.
the job description kind of changes along the, yeah. the seasons of your life, right? <laughs> right. And, and so, you know, it's really, really cool to see this whole idea of kneeling down to receive what he has for mm-hmm. you. But like you said, in a very childlike way, he's looking down at you with this big smile, trying to get right. you to smile back because it is really about the relationship, right? Once yes. you have him as the head of your house, of course you're going to be kneeling because you, you, you can honor the fact that, I mean, he's God, right? <laughs> and and, and, it, it, and it, it requires that kind of reaction, but by the same token, your head's not, on the ground anymore like the the original hoof you've picked it up a little bit because he wants to see you smile and and so i love the the word picture um that the word blessing really is and um and i'm so grateful for my my hundred mothers (laughs) (laughs) and the and the deeper your well of sorrow the the more joy it can contain type thing oh wow oh good word i like that and that that's uh from several sources, I think Corey Tin Boom was one of them. But isn't that the truth? The deeper the well of sorrow that that the enemy thinks he's got us down, well, the more joy it can contain. So take that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh, it's says yeah. that's absolutely beautiful. Well, along those lines, I, I had another thing I wanted to share. <laughs> so I told you this was my lesson plan this week. And I do this wonderful podcast called Character in Action. And this podcast is done by a young man who's uh, autistic. And so it's really neat to see him flourish in an area because you may know autistic people don't have a lot of social skills. But Matt has really, really worked on becoming a host. And so we'll get back to that story when we come back. But we wouldn't be the same if we didn't have your story. So please, God's poking you. We need your story about your anointing, your blessing. When did God speak over you somehow? 866, it's a coronation. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Thanks for calling, and God bless. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Tell us about your blessing or your coronation today on the Christian Car Guys show, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. You know, it, it's actually, it's interesting, uh, uh, an exercise in pride reduction to be able to share your story. (laughs) In other words, it takes humility to actually say, yeah, this is what somebody did for me sometimes. And so that requires you dialing the phone, like 866, like God's telling you, because here's why. Other people, when they hear your story, they relate to it, and it touches their heart, and they want to 
you know, they want to relate. They want to be in relationship with people. And your story has so much to do with that. 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. And I told you I have 100 mothers. Well, maybe you heard Karen Mulder's Wisdom of the Wounded about the child caregivers. Well, that's another one of my mothers is Karen Mulder. She lives in Holland, Michigan. Sometimes she is in Florida, but her residence actually is in Holland, Michigan. And and what a tremendous, I mean, you can imagine having a relationship with her. She is an amazing woman of God as well. I, I always stand amazed at all the people that God has put in my life like that. And so I did want to talk about, you know, that this was the lesson plan God had for me this week. And it was amazing. He had been working on me. I had been working on the book of Nehemiah and, and Ezra and some other things. And then I, I was telling you about this this podcast I do with this autistic gentleman, he's Catholic. And then he had, he was interviewing a, a fairly, well, amazingly educated priest in California that's head of their major public publications company the, of the Catholic diocese, however that works. Anyway, the man was very, very learned in language. And you know, like that says in the Psalms, all are my teachers. And so I was paying attention because obviously this man had an understanding of Greek and of Latin that I don't have. I mean, he was, it was spectacular to listen to him. And so when the host, Matt, asked him to describe what the word empathy meant, he, I, he blew my mind because he said, what real empathy is, a real empathy skill is what the three uh, young men in the fire, and, and then he goes on to quote from the Apocrypha, which I don't know if you were aware of that, but uh, really, really cool that there is, it's called the, the Three Children in the Fire book in the Apocrypha, but it is a prayer that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said while they were walking around in there with Jesus. <laughs> like what? And I know that it, you know, it's it's not necessarily scripture from a lot of people's point of view, but it's certainly in the apocrypha and certainly something to look at. And and this man, as he quoted it, said, "Listen to what they're doing. They are blessing the rain. They are blessing the snow. They are blessing the frost." And it's not it's not an uncommon idea from the idea of Psalm 103, I think verse 22. The same idea. God is going to bless all. I mean, are we? need to ask that all the creation bless his name. And so as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were blessing, what they were saying is, let the rain bless his name, let the snow bless his name. Of course, because when you think about what we were talking about, that to bless is to, is to stand instead and ask that these things become what God made them to be, what God made the rain to be, God, what God made the snow to be. And so when we pray that, when we go into supplication for someone, we're, we're making it, we're offering up our voice that they would become who they are supposed to be, right? When we're, we're saying, God, you know, bless Christian, God bless, you know, Glenn, God bless whoever you have, then you're, you're saying, and what the, what, the, what the priest said, which was beautiful, was this is a picture of what God did on the cross, what Jesus did on the cross. He died so that you could be blessed. It was the ultimate example of empathy. It's been way beyond sympathy. He's taking, taking on <laughs> your need. And believe me, your need is like my need. We need to become who we are.
We need to be blessed, right? And so that word is tremendously powerful. And so when, when, when they say the ironic blessing, when you say it on someone, when you say, may the Lord bless you, may he keep you, may he make his face shine, okay? That shine, don't miss it. <laughs> In other words, how wonderful would it be if you think about it, for your child or your grandchild, or as Kerry Job said, for a hundred generations, right, of your children's children's children, that God would put that big old sunshine smile on them and you could see him smile back as only a child can smile, right? When you, when you think of that, like yesterday, I was walking, you know, just in my neighborhood and there was a, a man that I was a little familiar with. He was walking his brand new baby in one of those holders that you hold on your, your chest. It looks like a backpack, but kind of in reverse, a front pack, I guess. And the baby's head was just kind of sticking out, right? And it looked like it was asleep. The baby did, a little girl. But then I saw her eyes kind of open. Of course, the second those eyes opened without me even thinking what I was doing, but I know now what I was doing, what did I do? I started to smile. I was trying to get its attention. And in my own way, I was giving it the sunshine smile. Why? Because I wanted to see that baby smile. I just, you know, that's just what you want to do when you see another human being. You want to see him smile, right? And, and, and what a fun thing to think that we were made in God's image. And so naturally, he's got a smile that's out of this world. And, and he's looking down at you, and, and it's like the sun is coming up. It's been dark, but here comes a ray of light, right? And so as you accept the blood of Christ, as you really, as you really accept this unbelievable empathy from Jesus, right? Then for the first time, the Father can get a look at you. And he can make his face shine upon you and, and, and begin to bring out that sunshine smile. And you know what? When you have that smile, then people are going to ask you, why are you so, what are you so happy about? And, and here's another part of my lesson plan this day. Uh, just a, a man came by a Bible study that we were doing in Moxville. He'd walked by the hall and he said, can I sit in with you guys? And he was a wonderful Christian man. I was just kind of shocked at it, but he came in and he was such a nice man and his name actually was Glenn. And, and he sits down and he goes on to share this story about how his granddaughter just asked him, Papa, why are you always smiling? What are you so happy about? And that very evening, he led his granddaughter to Christ. Why? Because he was, he had a sunshine smile. And by the way, when you meet Glenn, I mean, he does. He has, he has that sunshine smile, and it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, and and I and I think about it, that wow, that is so much the blessing, right? One of, <laughs> one of the blessings that you actually kind of give people is your smile. It's one of those opportunities that you have to show people. That, that the joy of Jesus, right? Because if you look at them and frown, they ain't, they're seeing nothing in that. But they would love to see you. Well, we got just, we got Laura on the line. I want to hear her story. So, Laura, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Oh, that was quick. <laughs> it was because we, we just um, have a minute and I need to hear what you got. Okay. I had just had a guy smile. I was walking out of the trash and um, there was, I well, I had my cat in tow. It's the, I had Millie on my shoulder and she likes to hang out of all days. Anyway, and these little girls, three little girls, they couldn't have been more than like three years old, maybe two, and uh, came running up screaming from where they were playing to touch my cat and pet. And oh my goodness, and 
all thrilled about this cat, and it was perfect timing as always. Oh, that's yeah. the smile we're always looking for. I'm so glad you called in with that, Laura, because that's all it is. And if we can just yeah. recognize it as a God moment, that's a blessing. It just yeah. is. Those, those cats were being what they were. That Those children were being <laughs> what they were. And so we get to be what we are. Thank you for calling, Laura. Thank you for listening, everyone. Praise God. Thank yeah, you, sir. I am God so grateful you. for all of you listening today. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went. Got it all done in 33 years. This is the Truth Network.